0: The following podcast contains moments of expressed opinions of riotous political commentary, which is still protected by the First Amendment.
1: Welcome everybody to Terror and Tacos. I'm Christy. I'm Michael. And today we're going to talk about The Dead Zone and also The Purge. Yeah. Uh, why are we going to talk about those movies, Michael?
0: Well, Christy, this is our 10th episode.
1: Our 10th episode? Yes, this is
0: officially our 10th. Wow. Yeah, we had This a...
1: is a totally unrehearsed we reaction. We have not planned this
0: at all. Right. Um, we did have a bonus episode and we had a two-parter, but officially on the books, this is our 10th. And we said, "Congratulations to us!" Yeah, we're special. Um, <laughs> but we said, you know, we have managed for ten episodes to not really get into the situation of our nation right now, and thought you
1: mean the dumpster fire <laughs> of the, our nation. The
0: dumpster fire of our nation, and thought, you know what? Maybe it's time to talk about it. And so we wanted to do one older movie that, in some horrifying way seems to have predicted this.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And then talk about one sort of newer movie which would be The Purge.
1: Right. And um, one that neither of us had seen before yes. and were interested in watching. Yeah. Um, because it is um, you know these are two different genres I should also say. Yes. So The Dead Zone is... Um, well, well, we'll get that. We'll ge- should we get into that after we talk about tacos? Let's talk
0: about tacos. Yeah. Also, I do we say,
1: forgot about the tacos. Uh,
0: I want to say thanks for coming back. We missed a week. I wish we had an awesome, like, we were summoned to the Vatican.
1: Right. Uh, we, we had to go perform an exorcism. Yeah. No,
0: we just had theater stuff. Yeah.
1: We had theater <laughs> stuff we had to do. And, you know, our, our life got in the way because yeah. you know nobody pays us to do
0: terrible <laughs> tacos we do it
1: for fun because we love you. Yeah. Um anyway, so today we had tacos from Tacos La Banqueta, which is if you're in Dallas, that is on off of Live Oak and Carroll Street in Old East Dallas. And it is a favorite amongst um East Dallasites. Mm-hmm. Um and they were really good. They were fantastic. We both just had beefsteak tacos on the you know, regular street tacos with all the fixings and the salsa was really good and we hit the place like right up, straight up on lunchtime. So it was a little bit crowded. It was, yeah. And some fucking dude parked behind blocked Mike's me. car and blocked us in. So I had to kind of do a little, I had to talk Michael through getting out of our parking space. It was like space. a
0: 13 point turn, but we did it.
1: We did it. We did it. Um, I and mean, we came home and we were both starving and ate the tacos before we started. And the tacos
0: were delicious. And yeah. also, this is clear, it was packed. So clearly, this is a favorite spot. Mm-hmm. I want to. Th- I, I was maybe one of two people in there who didn't speak Spanish, right? Which is always a good sign.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. It's true. No, um, that the, that place was packed with with lots of my people.
0: And that's usually that's the usually a good. That the yeah, the tacos are legit. And
1: the other you know, the other thing I want to say is that the 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 amount of filling in the tacos was super 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 generous. Yeah, and it was seasoned perfectly. It was good. And the
0: tortillas were great. So yeah. it's uh, La Banqueta.
1: Yeah. Tacos La Banqueta off of Live Oak and Carol. Um, yeah. It just looks like an old timey. And did you,
0: did you get two or one? I got two. So we got four tacos and it cost me $6. $6. <laughs>
1: $6 y'all for four,
0: for four tacos. tacos.
1: And the, there was a lot of filling in these yeah. tacos. Yeah. So you're going to get a lot of meat for, for however much you're paying for. Uh, yeah, all right. all right. So I was going to say that these two movies are, are both political in nature. Yeah, I you think know, so. Yes, uh, definitely. But, but one of them is more of like a. It, it, it's billed as a horror thriller. You're um, talking about The Dead Zone. The Dead Zone. Yeah. Yeah, The Dead Zone is, is uh, 1983, directed by David Cronenberg, one of my favorite directors of all yeah. time. Oh, weird yeah. Canadian dude. Um, based on the uh, Stephen King novel, The Dead Zone.
0: Yes, uh, and, we, and also gave rise many years later to a television adaptation that I really love yeah, with, with Anthony, uh, Michael Anthony Michael Hall. Hall. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and this movie is is uh, more of a horror thriller. Uh, the book is straight up, I haven't read the book in years, but I have read the book uh, in you know in, in that time of my life when I was reading Stephen King all, all the, time. the time. That's great, I have not uh, read you know, this How one. old are you when you do that? Oh, you know, twenties and 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 yeah, mine teens, was like
0: teens and twenties. Yeah, when teens I and twenties sort of really got way into King. Yeah,
1: I read practically. I don't know. I'm not going to say all of them. There's too many. There's, but I read a lot. I don't know how. Yeah, Stephen I don't King. Don't that's know a lot. That dude. We no, well, whatever. Um, yeah, and uh, the book is more of a horror horror, and and the the movie, although has horror elements, is more of a thriller. But it still billed as uh, as a horror, horror thriller, movie. Yeah. And um and The Purge is more of like dystopic future America home invasion, home invasion.
0: type yeah. of movie. Um which we'll get to, but right. came out in twenty thirteen mm-hmm. and I think it if- at the time might have been like couldn't things look at how crazy it could be and now you're like oh fuck dude fuck, why dude. is the purge right on
1: yeah <laughs> yeah well and we'll talk about it when we after we talk about the dead zone but the idea the way the movie came about for the director is really really interesting and kind of like shit i guess that does happen yeah um so yeah, so uh 1983's The, the, Dead, Zone. the Dead Zone directed by David Cronenberg Cronenberg, sorry, stars Christopher Walken as Johnny Smith, uh, Brooke Adams as his girlfriend Sarah, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Skerritt
0: yeah, as
1: Sheriff Bannerman, which you know Sheriff Bannerman is a regular character yeah. in Stephen King's kind of Castle Rock universe. Yeah, right? which
0: is which is really cool because I watched this, I rewatched it, I you know, I hadn't seen it in a long time. Uh, Aspen and I have been way into the show Castle, Castle Rock,
1: Rock. Yeah, I, which
0: I, is on uh, Hulu. Yeah. I think there are four four episodes in. Um, critics have had some issues I love it I absolutely love it but it has been fun to be like oh
1: shit yeah I know that it character. has
0: these all these little mm-hmm. connections to the king universe right. and I'm start
1: and, and yeah because he, uh, clearly King has written stories that take place in other places and right. stuff like that but there is he does have an entire group of stories that take place in castle, castle. House, which is mythic it's fictional right that it doesn't really exist. and even
0: then dairy which is where it takes place is crosses is over It's very close to right. Castle Rock
1: and Sheriff Bannerman is um, appears in several, several of these stories, stories yeah. needful things
0: yeah um, and Skerritt's perfect
1: yeah Skerritt's perfect for as it always. you know Hal Holbrook was the original choice to really? play really yeah but Dino De Laurentiis who is the who produced, produced The Dead it. Zone uh, had no idea who Hal Holbrook was because at the time Hal Holbrook was a stage act, famous stage right. actor but hadn't made a lot of movies
0: as soon as Mark Twain thing I guess so that's... I mean, it's
1: 83, so it seems odd to me that you wouldn't know who Hal Holbrook he's was. He's so good. Yeah, but Tom Skerritt's kind of perfect. Perfect. And, you know, after I watched The Dead Zone as a kid and then went on to read, like, Needful Things or other other stories that took place in Castle Rock, I couldn't picture anybody but else him. but Tom Skerritt. Yeah, he's Although, the... I think Ed Harris has played Bannerman, too. Yes,
0: and also works but scare it to me is like put him in a cop uniform or make him a pilot that and I, yeah it's just too good yeah
1: yeah it's really good um, and, and so, also martin sheen as
0: yeah martin sheen as uh the as a politician which is
1: greg Stilson. martin
0: sheen just knocks politicians out of the park
1: good or bad good
0: or bad yeah yeah
1: so stephen king loosely based this story on an an actual person named peter horkos who claimed that he attained psychic powers after he received an injury? Um, which is what
0: happens to Johnny Smith. Which is what Smith. happens
1: to Johnny Smith. Christopher Walken. Right, Walken's Christopher character. Walken in the story. Um, yeah. And so, so, do you want to start with a synopsis yeah, of the story? Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, it. it Chris Walken plays this school teacher who. Um, it's funny because at the top of the story, he's talking about the raven. Yeah, right. He's talking about the raven, which is a little bit of foreshadowing in the story. I, I love how they do that. And then he assigns to at the end of the scene, he assigns his kids to read "Legend of Sleepy Hollow," and he makes he makes it a point. He says it's about a school teacher who gets run out of town. Right, and which is kind of exactly what what happens. What yeah. happens to him? So, uh, Chris Walken is a young. School teacher, uh, he teaches English literature mm-hmm. uh, or American literature, whatever. And um, he has a girlfriend who's also a, a, a school teacher, played by Brooke Adams. And he he suffers, basically he suffers a car accident in which he gets a head injury and goes into to a, a coma, coma for five years. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: And he wakes up from the coma and...
0: He wakes up from the coma and on a personal level, she has moved on, mm-hmm. which is a central sort of... Right. Plot point. Yeah,
1: which to me is tied back to the raven. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, she has moved. Not, I mean, not in like a dickish way, no, but no, in no. like a dude. We, you were in, you a, were coma. in a coma. Never, I didn't know yeah. if you
1: were going to wake up.
0: Um, and he re- starts to realize that when he touches people, mm-hmm. he can see future and past events. Or mainly... F- well,
1: it's it's weird because when he touches Dr. Weezak. Yes. Uh, he can see the, the past.
0: Past, yeah.
1: Um,
0: and because he's like, this woman who you thought died this in the Holocaust is a lie. Right. So he can sort of... He can see events of these... When he touches someone that surround their lives.
1: Right. But mostly it's the future.
0: Yes. We, we are dealing mostly in this film with the future. Right. Um, but he... Early on, wants nothing to do with that.
1: Right. This is an interesting thing about the movie, and something that I really, really like about it is that, yeah, he 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 doesn't want anything to do with it. But the the facility with which the townspeople accept yes that he has psychic powers, yeah, uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's like nobody cool, nobody really questions it. But the journalist. sure. But everybody else is is like. You have psychic yeah. powers. Oh, well, Johnny can see the future. <laughs>
0: <you know? laughs> the reason
1: this happens is because... So he wakes up from the coma. Uh, he's been told that his girlfriend, Sarah, has moved on. Mm-hmm. He's super depressed. He still has to do like physical therapy and all that shit that you do when you've been in a coma for five years. Right. Although he seems to be able to speak really, really quick and do all sorts of Maybe things. Maybe the
0: psychic power helped with that. Maybe the psychic power
1: helped him. Um, so he touches a nurse... A nurse comes in and sees that he's like really sweaty because he's having like a nightmare or something. And he grabs her hand and he suddenly experiences a vision of a little girl in a house that's burning. Yes. And he starts calling out, Amy, Amy's in the house, Amy's in the house. And the nurse says, my daughter's name is Amy. And he says to the nurse, it's not too late. She's in the house. It's burning, right? Right. And so the, the nurse is able to they call the fire department, the nurse, the, the little girl is is safe. Right. And so that's the big event that happens that the town
0: finds accepts, out. Accepts, yeah. yeah. And then Bannerman mm-hmm. uh, actually sort of starts to, he, he enlists Johnny to help, right, right. with so this series of murders. Yeah,
1: as, well, as often happens in Stephen King stories. <laughs> and I wish, that's my only wish about this movie is I wish that we had seen more of the backstory of both Frank Dodd and Greg Stillson. Yes. So while all of this is happening and throughout the five years that he's been in a coma, there have been a series of murders happening in this tiny town of right. Castle Rock. And they're grisly, yeah. horrible murders. And so there's a serial killer on the loose and Sheriff Bannerman is at his wits end. And so he, he hears about this, about Johnny Smith's powers, yeah. and he comes to him and says, hey, why don't you help me out? Right. And Johnny Smith says... No fucking way! Yeah, I don't want any part of it. I don't
0: want to talk to anyone. I want to right. live an isolated because
1: life because the before, before so before Bannerman comes to talk to him about it, there is a scene where he just gives a press conference. Right, because right, <laughs> That's what you which do. is like so weird. He, yeah. he decides I'm going to give a press conference yeah. <laughs> to talk about my psychic powers, and so there's all these journalists, and there's one fucking dick journalist, sure. of course, who's going to be like, "So you have psychic powers, Johnny? Yeah, why don't you show us?" Right, and he's like all like naysayer but Johnny grabs his hand and he goes you want to know why your why your sister committed suicide you want to know and so the journalist starts freaking out right and i guess then it's it's when when that press conference is happening his mother who's watching on tv and is super religious and in the book actually wants him to deny this gift
0: right cuz it's clearly demonic from in Satan, nature yeah or
1: whatever um has a heart attack and dies. Right. So that's part of why he's like, I don't... I'm, I don't want any part of this. I don't want any part of it. Yeah. So when Sheriff Bannerman comes to him and says, help me out, he's like, I can't do it. I was going to do a walk Walken impression. I can't do it. But he's like, you know what, God.
0: <laughs> that was really good. Um, I will say this. I will say, sorry, quick side note. One of. If you <laughs> haven't seen this movie... Um, it's really fun to watch him. Obviously, he's always been Christopher Walken, even in Deer Hunter, he's Christopher yeah. Walken. But it's fun to watch him actually still get to play a part. Right. Um, before he. I mean, I love him and I still, he's, he's Whatever he Christopher does. Walken. Yeah. But he has now, obviously, for years, decades now almost. You get Chris Walken to be Chris Walken and to play Chris Walken. Right. It's fun to actually get to see him
1: be a person. Be an,
0: be, yeah, and you're like, oh, right, he's a really fucking talented actor. Right.
1: And this is '83, it's, so I don't remember when Deer Hunter. It's
0: a little. I think not long after Deer yeah. Hunter. Yeah.
1: So he's he's super young. Yeah. You know, Chris Walken was a super handsome dude. Uh. uh I mean, and, we don't yeah. need to
0: get into the Natalie Wood shit. But, oh yeah. yeah I no, <laughs> mean,
1: exactly. Maybe one day we will. We will. Oh. We'll get into the Natalie Woodshed when we uh, when we talk about um, brainwaves.
0: Excellent. And West Side also, Story. Which is also Cronenberg. Uh, yeah, totally. Anyway,
1: uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, so his mom dies. He wants to live in, in. Um, w- what are we saying? I'm I- kind right. of like isolation. isolation. Yeah. Right, yeah. But then his dad says, hey, man, maybe you should help out with these yeah. murders. Long story short, he decides to help out with the murders. And what, what he realizes or what he figures out or what happens is that Frank Dodd, the deputy, deputy. has been the serial killer all all along. along. Yeah. So that's a discovery. That's something that's been happening. And, and you think, Oh, that's going, that, that's a side story. And you think, Oh, that's the big, you know, other story that's happening. But no, one thing that you don't know from the movie, because in the book, actually, um, the, the book opens with, Young Johnny Smith. Yes, Johnny Smith receive like is an has an ice skating accident, whatever. And alongside Johnny Smith's story, we are also watching Greg or reading Greg Stilson's story. Yes, who is like
0: a politician, a politician,
1: but he starts out as like a disgruntled kind of door to door salesman. Yeah, he's a he's a a con man, basically yeah. what he is. And th- a- as they. Grow up together, but in separate parts of the country, you see Johnny's story, our hero. Yeah, and you see Greg Stilson's story, who is our our villain. Right. Who, like the person who is in the White House,
0: right? right has now, no business has
1: no business being a politician, yeah. and has 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 conned his way, yeah, into by doing the very same things that. 45 has, has done, done, you know, under the guise of like, I'm speaking the truth, yeah. you know, and I'm just gonna tell you how it is. Basically, by the time we get to the part of the story where they God, we're just jumping around. No, right? that's
0: fine. Where they finally meet. Where
1: they finally meet, uh he's Greg Stilson is already like he's not running for president. He's running for
0: governor, right? He's running for governor yeah.
1: of, of Maine.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh by this point, because after after the whole incident with the serial killer and all the stuff that happened, Johnny Smith decides he wants to move away from Castle Rock, so he moves to Vermont or New Hampshire somewhere.
0: They're all the fucking same. They're all the fucking same. Sorry, New England. You're all yeah, the fucking same. You're all the
1: fucking same. And uh, I love New England. And Me too. <laughs> um, but he starts following Greg Stilson and... uh Shakes his hand.
0: Yeah. Because Sarah volunteers for Stilson. Right. And like Stilson, I even, I read an interview. There's this crazy, it, that I, I just came upon this article, uh, fell upon this article last night it's that I sent to you that right. literally says, did, did Stephen King predict Donald Trump? And it, it goes back to the dead zone. Right. And there's an interview he gave and he's like, well, of course not. He said, but... I have always questioned these politicians who gain power and influence by quote speaking the truth, right? Um, and he said, you
1: know, and he is a dude because of what he does and and his prolific, you know, writing career. Yeah, he is tapped into American culture
0: absolutely. And and King King said he you know he based it or it was inspired by the character of Willie Stark from the novel All the King's Men, who is in turn a fictionalis- fictionalization of Huey P. Long. Right. And so like he's like, he, it's those guys that frighten. King even says it. It's right. those types of guys that frighten him. The con men that convince normal people, I'm one of you.
1: Right. And the funny thing, though, is that, so we've had these characters and we've had these tropes all through horror movies, all through plays, all through literature. So it's not a matter of like, Predicting them, or the fact that Stephen King has crazy psychic powers—that's not it. That what's weird about this particular case is that Greg Stilson and Trump are really oddly Simi- similar.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he—he he, one of Stilson's things. I think this isn't a movie. I actually did read the book a long time ago, but it's like free hot dogs and bring your kids out, and it's real. Like he right. starts off. He starts off as a joke. Right. Where people are like, where is right. this he's fucking guy? Ball. There's no way he's going to you know, win. And
1: other politicians are like, he'll yeah, never win. Yeah, he'll never
0: win. win. But nor- normal, quote unquote, like the The, the aber- working class. The working class are like, I, I relate to this guy. Right. And so he starts to gain power. And then we- It was we
1: also sh- the 80s, man. Yeah. It was also the early 80s totally. when people were like- <laughs> We need jobs. We
0: need jobs, and yeah. so when they finally meet, uh, you know, we have established Johnny Smith with his psychic powers. We have started to follow Stilson. Um, he is Stilson is presented at least to Sarah because she volunteer Sarah who volunteers uh-huh. right as he's a good man. Right, he's he's going to help us. This is the guy we need. And then when Johnny Smith shakes Stilson's hand, what does he see?
1: He sees. He has a vision. Of, Johnny, of, of Greg Stilson becoming president. Mm-hmm. But it's not an ordinary vision. It's a very specific vision of, of Stilson at Camp David
0: mm-hmm. with
1: his advisors around him. And basically, because a lot of the times these visions are disjointed. Like you can tell context, but a lot of them are disjointed. And this particular vision is Stilson becoming president. He's at Camp David and he's basically lost his freaking mind. Uh-huh. And he's telling, I don't know if it's the vice president or the secretary or s- someone. He's saying, put in the code. Yeah. And there's an open briefcase on the coffee table that looks futuristic to me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, which, like, like in, in no future world does, right. this, does this contraption interview? exist yeah. because it's actually like a, a Simon toy from the 80s. Right. But, like, uh, he says, put in the code. And he's like, Mr. President, I can't do that. Like, we're going to... You're going to... I don't know, like, push the b- button and nuclear bombs are going to destroy yeah. the world. And he's like, this is my legacy. And it's basically Stilson, like, losing his mind. Yeah.
0: And, and starting a nuclear war. World War III.
1: Which is the thing that we were all afraid of, of in course, the 80s. Of course, in
0: the 80s. And, and it's, it's he's going to fire on the, we assume he's going to fire on the Soviets. Soviets. The Soviets will respond and that's the end uh-huh, of the world. huh. And so this is what Johnny Smith sees And it brings up, and I know we're jumping around, but it brings up to me sort of then Johnny has the, and he even talks about this, the sort of existential crisis that we get a lot in time travel movies, the the idea of like, if I could go back and kill Hitler, would I kill Hitler? Right. And in Johnny's mind, this is the equivalent to that. I know it's it's if I have met Hitler and I know what Hitler will do. Before he does it. Right. Is it my responsibility to kill this man?
1: And he has a really good discussion with, with the doctor. Yes. About this that I'm not going to spoil. Because yeah, if you want to go watch it, you should go. It's a, it's a really good movie. Yeah. It's Cronenberg, I mean, it's Cronenberg, right? Cronenberg dude. But and like, it's
0: king. And it's got they, a hell of a cast. They
1: do have this discussion. And I, I, I really love the doctor's response. Yes. Because the doctor is a... He is a, 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 a Polish... Refugee Yep Um, So they Yeah it is The the other thing about Johnny's particular Psychic ability Is not only can he Predict the future He can also Change Change it, it Yes Which is something that's Different.
0: Right. We, we, because of, especially with like the, there's, he has visions of kids falling through the ice. Is it during a hockey game, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, he, so he's the, apparently in New England, you just play hockey all all the the fucking time. But he tutors this kid, and the, and the dad is real kind of like that pushy helicopter dad and wants his kid to be like, you've got to be an athlete and you've got to do all this stuff. You'll be the greatest. (laughs) Right. And he wants him to go play hockey. And I love this Because hockey
0: is a, hockey is a thing, right?
1: Yes, it is a thing. In this country... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You use a stick, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: something. There's something. ice. It's horrible. A, it looks very cold. York
1: peppermint patty? I don't know. Uh, so, and then... So, he... Because he has had a vision of the little boy falling, falling through, through the ice. ice. So, he goes to the house and he tells the guy, don't let him play hockey. And the guy's like, he should play hockey, blah, 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 blah. And in a wonderful scene where Christopher Walken uses his cane to break the goldfish bowl. Yeah. And he says... The ice is gonna break. <laughs> yes, my favorite scene in the whole movie. So and so then the dad goes, "I'm not good." Okay, fine. We won't go play hockey.
0: Yeah, it's and actually the kid is the one, right? Right. It's like, he I don't he refuses. Go. Yeah, I don't want to go. I'm not
1: going to play. So he touches the kid again, and he sees the future differently. Right. Uh, so he knows within himself.
0: But two kids do end up. Yeah,
1: two kids do end up dying. Dying. On the but because the little boy trusts him so much and refuses to go play, he hockey. has
0: saved his life. He has saved so he his life. knows he can affect the future. Right. So when he meets Stilson yeah. and sees this horrific end of the world, he knows there is a, w- a way to stop it, and so he, right. did, he eventually, again, it's it's the question: Do I kill Hitler? And and his decision is yes.
1: Would you do it? Would you kill Hitler? Like, I mean, this is Hit- the great
0: Look, fucking question. If
1: you knew, okay, so if you knew. I mean, we all knew, right? We, and, and this is like the whole Cassandra thing right. that we'll get into more when we talk about the purge or whatever. But like, we all knew those of us who were like, this man cannot be right. president, right? right? And if, if it was within you, if you were the type of person... We're
0: going to get arrested. I know. Like we're we're gonna right now, we're going to get arrested. Fuck,
1: man. Should I ask this question? I, like, if you could do something, if you could do something <laughs> to affect... The election turning out differently for our country and this fucking shit storm that we're I mean, in right now. Oh, dude. Would it, you? I, and why isn't our, isn't that what we pay the CIA for? To- <laughs> 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 oh my God, I can't believe I said that. Um, I'm not a bad person, y'all. No,
0: I, I mean, dude, how, how, oh my God, yeah, well, this is it. This is what episode 10 is about. How, how can you look at babies in fucking cages? In our own state. Right. In our own fucking state. How can you look at that and not say if I had had the fucking power beyond my fucking vote th- th- that I wouldn't do anything this. to stop this? Yeah. Um, I- I mean, it, it, Dead Zone presents it in a very clear cut way. Right, it will be him pushing a button that will end the world. Right, are we seeing that yet? No, maybe not. I don't. Maybe so. I don't fucking know. But we are seeing a million fucking horrible things. Things that 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 many of us were like, God damn it. Right. This is what will happen, and everyone right. was like, "He'll surround himself with smart people. We'll be fine."
1: Right? Fuck you. No, that's not. And, or people going like, "Well, people, people have always been racist. The fact that we're catching it on telephones now, it's just because people have telephones." And I'm like, "No." The fact that this fucking asshole is mm-hmm. in office, it, it has emboldened absolutely people. To be fucking assholes and they don't care. They don't care. They don't care who sees them. No. Because the president can say, I could shoot somebody in, in Times Time Square. Square. And people will still love me. So these fucking morons. Yeah. Who live across the country are like, I'm going to talk into your phone and call you. Whatever. What, whatever racial slur you want to talk about yeah. or call you or, 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 or like a, a gender slur. Right. Right. And they feel like the president can get away with it. Right. I can get away with it too. Right. I don't think there's more. And it's, so then you have the inverse where it's like, well, maybe it's good because now we're seeing who they are. No, because it's not like we can fucking send them to an island where they right. can kill each other. Right. If we could do that. Right. If we could take all the fucking racists <laughs> and on an island. people, like every time one of these little video clips comes out that shows a person being horrible to another person of color or for whatever for reason. For whatever reason. If we could go to that person and say, You're going to the island. Yeah. Then that would be it's, a good thing. It's
0: fucking hunger games. Yeah. Time. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's time we are voting you off the yeah. island. Yeah. Then yes, good. I'm glad we've been emboldened but so that's, that we can But that's not what's that's gonna not happen. That's not what we can do. That's and not what we can do. No. Because apparently they have a right to to say shit yeah. like that.
0: And 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 to turn oh my God. And to, to turn the other eye and be like well, if they didn't want to end up in cages, they shouldn't come to the country. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Absolutely go fuck yourself. And yes, this motherfucker who is our fucking president, of course this is why. And so Oh man. I just <laughs> say it. Um, you know, so this is what this is what this King is brings up. This I mean, is this is what, what King, King brings, brings up. up.
1: It, and in the movie I'm sorry, uh,
0: King and Cronenberg in, in his own interpretation. Yeah. But yeah, this is what King posits.
1: In the in the movie, Johnny Smith decides to take action. Yes. Because he does try to warn people. He does he try, he tries to tell people. No one will and believe him. And no one believes him. Of course. Shocking that, shocking that no one fucking that no believes. No one in. fucking believes him, even though everybody had believed him
0: before. Before. Right. Right? And side note, uh, side, side note. I, that is also an, a reason why I think Martin Sheen is so brilliantly cast. Yeah. Because unlike fucking 45... He's charming. Martin Sheen is absolutely charming. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's I mean, handsome. He's handsome. The dude has played, like, multiple Kennedys. He is President Bartlett.
1: Right. It's if, funny that after he played Greg Stilson, like, a year later, he played Kennedy. He played Kennedy. Like,
0: yeah. he's... he's you. So, so John, when Johnny Smith is sort of saying this... The the image we're shown, the people are shown of Stilson is one of like, wait, dude, you sound crazy. This, right. this guy seems like a Doesn't good.
1: Doesn't he also have a slogan that is not too far away from yeah. Make America yes, Great and Again? I... I can't didn't write it down it is, and I should have. Yeah. But, yeah. But
0: it's something easily like latched on. Make to.
1: America great. And, you know, there's a scene where he goes and he talks to some like union workers outside of a factory or something like uh-huh. that. And he starts out by like, hey, everybody, this is great. Blah, 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 free hot dogs for everyone. Blah, blah, blah. And then he just, you know, starts insulting them. Yep. Which is the same thing that a yeah. fucking yeah. man in the office, I won't say it. Yeah. Uh has done and people are like, Well, he's just speaking his he's mind. Speaking his
0: mind. Okay, well his mind is fucking trash. How right. about that? <laughs>
1: his How mind about is that? Fucking trash. And I hate his daughter. And oh, I sh- and I hate his <laughs> wife. I hate his wife for <laughs> the heat of ten thousand subs. Uh, Let the- me say something. Okay, I'm gonna people who are like Melania apologists. Can go fuck themselves. I agree <laughs> because they're all, they're all like, well, she didn't know. She didn't know she was going to be first lady. No, but she knew when she climbed on top of that pile of shit yeah. to make another pile of shit. That <laughs> what she was getting into. She knew. Yep. You think you think it's easy to get along in the world of fashion? That is a dog eat dog world so yeah. to be successful in that industry you have to be doggy dog she knew what she was doing yeah, dude. so I, people who are like poor melania oh uh-uh. fuck you that bitch knows what no, she I was doing do. and she's paying for it now and i'm glad there i um, said my piece <laughs> i agree sorry
0: no this is what this is why we're doing this yeah to do it. so final, yeah johnny's yeah. like johnny smith <laughs> i'm sorry i'm yelling <laughs> johnny smith <laughs> uh, he's like, and he knows his, he knows he's gonna die. Yeah, he knows he knows that this because he's gonna fucking get a rifle yeah. and he's gonna kill fucking Stilson before he ever gets elected governor. Right, which will stop him from being president. Right. So he's like, I'm gonna go kill this motherfucker. Right. I know I will get killed in turn. It's the only way. But it is worth it. It's because the only way. If you knew Hitler was gonna do what Hitler did,
1: wouldn't you? Wouldn't kill you him?
0: fucking kill Hitler? Right. Um. And so he goes we're I mean we've already we're giving that it's from 1983 y'all
1: we haven't given a lot away but we've jumped around
0: the the end he
1: the end is shocking and inevitable yes
0: in in and what happens and if you don't want to hear it I'm about to spoil the end um, he misses he misses he
1: misses however why does he miss tell us why he misses
0: Stilson it's brilliant the baby yeah Stilson grabs a baby
1: yeah, so they're doing a town hall meeting at yeah. some little town, and he has, Johnny has bought a rifle and has broken into the town hall and settled himself in like a high corner in the balcony yeah. and is basically waiting all night for Stilson to walk in.
0: So he can shoot him.
1: And so, in this crowded town hall, he gets up there, and Johnny takes a shot and misses, and Stilson grabs a baby. Yeah. And uses a baby. As
0: a shield. As a shield. Yeah. To, and to
1: protect himself. And journalists take pictures. pictures. And so the, what happens is that in shooting something. Because he also. Johnny has an injury. So he falls off the balcony. And is, is fatally injured. Yeah. And um, in the final moments. He is able to touch. Stilson. Stilson again. And. In the future, he sees that that Stilson does something, but that that he yeah. sees a picture of Stilson on the cover of Newsweek holding, holding a baby the baby in front of him, and it
0: has ruined his ruined the, any chance end of him career. Of, yeah, end and of then career. there's
1: a tag to the end of Stilson's yeah. journey, but I'm not going to yeah. ruin
0: that. And um, I'm sure and Trump would be he, like, he, "I could grab a baby, I could hold a baby in front of a gun, and people would still love me." Yeah, I said he has it. I said, that? yeah, basically, he
1: has done that. Yeah. I mean,
0: he, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It's it's,
1: it's the, and I, I, you know, where was Johnny Smith right when, when we needed him? And it's like I don't even want to hear people who are like, "Well, he was elected fairly." He actually wasn't elected no. fairly. And he what, actually wasn't elected what, fairly. One of he the lost by three million one
0: votes. One of the, I mean, like one up to me, one of the best. Things about the movie and the story, you know, King's story and then the Cronenberg film is not only the Would You Kill Hitler, but the, like you, you you just mentioned, everybody has believed Johnny. Right. Right? Because Johnny has proven himself mm-hmm. to be trustworthy.
1: Exactly. And then I know where you're when going. When it
0: comes time for the big thing, everybody all of a sudden is like, Oh, Johnny, you fucking crazy. Right. And so. We were warned. We were warned, not just by Hillary Clinton. We were warned by so many Many. fucking people. And everyone, not everyone, but those who, yes, there were the fucking racists who were going to vote for this fucking douchebag no matter what, because he had an R by his name or whatever. But then there were the, my favorite, the like, you know, uh highly educated conservatives who are just worried about their money or right, whatever. exactly. Who were like, had every fucking rationalization in the book. Oh no, that's the, people are blowing it out of proportion, right. blah, blah, blah. And then here is where we are. And it's like, Johnny told us Time and time again, people who were trusted and who had proved themselves to be trustworthy right. told us time and time again and we, didn't fucking, we listen. didn't fucking listen. And so now there are babies in cages. Right. That's the fucking A to B to C with a million other points in between.
1: And the you know the fucking thing is is that like very recently people were posting the footage of the debate with Hillary where Hillary yeah. told us Yeah. Hillary said everything that had happened, and Perfect. you know, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to someone who was like, "Well, that she knew because she was in collusion with it," and I'm like, "Oh my God, anything! Like yeah, you're dude. going to say anything?" anything. So to, because she's a crazy woman, yeah, she's crazy, Cassandra. And yeah. Nobody listened to Cassandra. And Now, yeah, now we have babies in cages, she, yeah. and very recently. I, and they, there's only been one reported, but one of those children has died. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, come on. They're, like a, an eight-year-old child. There was I. And ugh. and and the government is all like that child died after they were released, and I'm like, yes. Yeah.
0: Because he'd been in a fucking cage. Because he'd cage. been in a
1: fucking cage and suffered trauma. Yeah.
0: And, and, and had abuse. been taken from his family. Yeah, I mean, I I was. <laughs> I was the Dead Zone's a good movie. You Dead should Zone, all go yeah, watch it. Dead Zone's
1: it. a really good movie. Um, you should go watch it. Yeah, I
0: heard someone that was like, well, no, of course we shouldn't have children in cages, comma, but. I'm like,
1: There's no, no but. The sentence ends there's, there. There's no but. Like, what there's is, no but. What is, what is your argument? There's no or. There's no or. I, uh,
0: but, you
1: know, if somebody is saying there shouldn't be children in cages, but... <laughs> Just unfriend them. Yeah, man. Come
0: I, on. All
1: right. All right, all right, all right. All right. All right. So, um, so okay. to wrap up, yeah, The Dead up. Zone is Dead a Zone, really great
0: film. David it,
1: Cronenberg. It
0: raises some some tried and true sort of philosophical questions. It also brings up the, which I say is the Star Trek question, but I probably is rooted in some old, no, it, in real philosophy, but like- the 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 prime, need,
1: It's the prime director. Yeah.
0: And it's like, do the needs of the many outweigh the needs right. of the one or the few? yeah um, in this case, yes, uh, uh, yeah. So, Dead Zone. Um, so, you want to take our? Go watch the Dead Zone. Go, go watch, watch the Purge. Dead Zone.
1: Go watch the Purge. Uh, but we're going to take gonna... a tiny break, and then we're going to come back and, and talk about the Purge for yeah. a little bit. So, eat
0: a taco and join us in just a minute.
1: Right. Back. We're back, and we are. We've
0: calmed down. We've
1: calmed down a little bit. <laughs> Michael has had some Coca-Cola. Yeah, uh, I've, had, helps. I've had some Coke Zero, um, and we're ready to talk about the Purge, which will probably anger us <laughs> once more. But uh, that's what episode ten is about. Yeah, man.
0: Episode ten is about um, anger.
1: The Purge, uh, two thousand thirteen, directed by James DeMonaco, De <laughs> uh, stars Ethan Hawke. Yeah. And Lena Head Heady, yeah, who, who is, plays Cersei in Game of Thrones? Oh God, uh, my love, my
0: love for her runs yeah, deep.
1: She's fantastic. And Edwin Hodge as the Bloody Stranger, uh, who we later learn in Purge Three, his name is Dante Bishop. Oh, good um, name. Yeah, nice. Um, and I wonder if that has any whatever. Um, yeah. So the Purge is a home invasion type movie. So brief synopsis of the Purge. Uh, th- the this is. 2022 in America,
0: future America, and this was made in 2013. Yeah, so, so uh, yeah, uh,
1: which is kind of scary. Yeah, uh, right. So the, we now celebrate. There's a day in March 21st. March 23rd is the day of the purge, and there's a reason for that. Or March 21st, sorry, uh, is the day of the purge, uh, and that's when there's a there's a, a new law. And has been enacted or uh, whatever. Because the
0: country has new founding fathers. The
1: new founding fathers, right. And so this new law has been enacted where one day a year for 12 hours, Mm -hmm. you can kill anybody you want. Yeah. You can wreak havoc. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, do anything and you will not be punished. Right. Uh, But that means that for the rest of the year...
0: Yeah, you got to keep your shit You got to keep your shit under lock. So there is... Outside of the purge, mm-hmm. we now are in an America that during every other day, crime rates are at an all-time low. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's, employment, employment is employment up. Employment is up. It's,
1: Productivity is yeah, up. Yeah,
0: it's a beautiful society.
1: Well, we think. we
0: think. We think. But for 12 hours every year, people go murder
1: And people. as it happens, as it happens, huh, I wonder why. As it happens, you know... Uh, Ethan Hawke's character is a person who has made a lot. He's gotten rich mm-hmm. from the Purge yeah. because he designs super, super, super high-profile, expensive security systems yes. that only who, rich c- who people, could buy those? Who Christy? could possibly buy those? Only rich people can afford. Mm-hmm. Right. So the people that end up getting murdered and slaughtered in the streets are poor, poor people. people. Uh, and, yeah, and, and
0: we also assume uh, we can get into sort of whether or not it's completely a racial issue. I, I it is hinted. It's at.
1: socioeconomic. Yes, I think it's a socioeconomic. because there is a
0: mixed couple in the rit. Yeah, right. So, right.
1: There is in in there. But you know yeah. what I mean. In, in the gated community in which they live, this community in which they all can afford uh, security systems. Uh, There is a mixed-race couple. Yeah, Uh, uh, He's an African-American gentleman and a... African-American woman. and, and And a white gentleman. Yeah. And there is an Asian man. Yeah. So, it's, so not, it's, it's not. So totally, it's, it's not totally. It's it is. totally It's class based. It's class. Yeah. Socioeconomic, but as it is in this country, mm-hmm. socioeconomics are also based on uh, racial are inequality. Times,
0: yes, yeah. tied to racial inequality. Uh,
1: so the the so what happens is that it's the day the, it's the purge eve, mm-hmm. right? And this family, uh, Ethan Hawke's family, uh, is getting ready to um, hunker down. Hunker down.
0: And- And we, like, we learn that, like, a lot of rich families, wealthy families. In their neighborhood. In their neighborhood. They don't participate. This is what we're told, at least. They don't participate in the purge, but they support it. Right. So they put out these blue flowers. These blue
1: flowers that say we support. We the purge. We support the
0: purge. But Go forth.
1: It really is a thing of like. It really is a thing of complicity. Yes. It really is a thing like that. Like I'm gonna just say it. Like the German people in the Weimar Republic. Yes. Right. Leading up to the Third Reich, that were like, well, it doesn't affect me. Right. So I'm not gonna do anything about
0: but it. I'm not. I'm not a Nazi.
1: I'm not a Nazi. But like but you're a
0: fucking Nazi. You're
1: a fucking Nazi because yeah. you're not doing anything about it. Yeah. Right. Um, You
0: didn't kill Stilson when you had the chance. Right, exactly. (laughs) Um,
1: So it's equivalent to that. It's equivalent to like, we don't participate in the purge, but we support your right to participate in the purge. And
0: we, and, and another little like, I thought a really clever element is they also spend the Purge watching it yeah. because it is streamed. Yeah, there are it's like,
1: streamed live. They're like
0: Purge events and, uh-huh. and all this shit. And there's
1: cameras all, over, cameras all over. over the streets and so stuff. So it becomes
0: so an entertainment an event for these people to right.
1: watch. Well, these this couple, they have a, a, a young son who, uh, young people, please save us. Uh, they have a young Ugh. son who is morally. Uh, against the purge, the purge, and he he feels like it's their responsibility to help people. Yeah, who are victims of the purge. He
0: also happens to be, I guess, like all young people, I'm told, a a tech genius. A tech genius. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, his dad is a design right. security system, so right. like I can buy that.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, totally.
1: Yeah, but he yeah he's a tech genius, and uh, so that they've they've hunkered down, they've turned on their security system. The purge is happening, and. Lo and behold, uh, there's a a, a man running down the street who has been hurt and he's looking for shelter and nobody will help him. And because of circumstances, the little boy is able to to press the button and open the security system. And he yells at the guy, the bloody stranger is how he's credited to come into the house. So he comes into the house, closes the security system, and then we get... Then we get the question of, like, who did you let into the house? Right. And there's a definite otherization. Like, we don't know who this man is. You shouldn't have let him into the house. Maybe this is a trick. And this is, you know, he's he's Uh African-American in an affluent, mostly Mostly white white
0: neighborhood. neighborhood.
1: So the parents are like, oh, we don't know who this guy is. Also
0: yeah and i yes but also like what the fuck like you you don't once the security is in place you do not do
1: not open it
0: like this is the these are the rules
1: right so then what happens is that we get these like super rich yeah kids like young people who feel entitled Uh they feel like the purge is for them, uh-huh. and they feel like everybody else who cannot afford security is 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 their fodder. Right, like they feel entitled to killing these people. Right, so they've been chasing this man down the street. They realize that he has taken shelter in their house. Right, and they come up to the house and they say, "Hey, we're cool with you because we see that you have flowers." But and you're you clearly
0: you're clearly one of us. You're clearly
1: one of us. We don't want to hurt you. Just let us have the guy.
0: Yeah. And if you let us have the guy, everything's great.
1: So then the question is well, right. I mean, like the main question uh,
0: is Are they going to right. find the guy and, and give him to who Aspen referred to as Richard Spencer the entire evening? And I called Jared Kushner. Because it's true. he shows up. He is a young. I, early 20s late teens i don't yeah. know a young man he seemed
1: like blonde, blonde and, he
0: and he is he is titled as the polite leader that's right his, and he's kind so of looks
1: like patrick bateman yes yeah
0: and that i'm not gonna call the actor out. i'm not even calling him out. i i i even said like clearly this guy watched
1: american uh, secretary
0: like, Secret, oh, hey man if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna copy someone copy christian bale right also if you could look like christian bale Congratulations. He was
1: cast the day before they started shooting. By the way,
0: the kid or Christian yeah. Bale?
1: No, uh, the kid. The kid. Yeah. He's
0: Australian, man. His American accent was it is tight.
1: Point. Yeah. Um, and
0: he's great. He because he is. I was like, because he walked up, I was like, oh, here comes fucking Jared Kushner. And I right. was like, no, he's more Richard Spencer.
1: He cut. Yeah. Go and ahead. he
0: is like, he's super. He has his Kawai- li- and he has his clearly like private school fucking jacket on, mm-hmm. and he has a set of rules because one of his friends starts yelling fuck and shit and stuff into the camera. And the Richard Spencer, Jared Kushner dude kills his fucking friend. Right there. And he's like, I talking to Ethan Hawke through the camera, he's mm-hmm. like, I don't condone this kind of behavior. Basically being like, you and I are civilized.
1: You and I are, and I are the same. Yeah. And someone should not talk to you, you that, that way. way. But the dude that you're harboring.
0: Yeah. Send him the fuck out. So
1: we can slaughter him. And
0: if not... We're going to kill we're your gonna, family.
1: Yeah, we're going to kill your family.
0: And so then that becomes the sort of moral question of the film. Um, meanwhile, the bloody stranger, the, the little boy... Well, the son, he's uh-huh. not little, he's a teenager, is helping the, the, stranger. the stranger sort of elude Ethan Hawke.
1: Yeah, because um, they decide... So the two parents decide... They, they talk to each other and they're like, "Well, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we're going to we're going to give up the stranger." Yeah, fuck and, this and, guy. And the wife is like, at first she's on board, but then she's like, "What have we? What become? have we become?" And this is, I think, the big question of the movie is yeah. like, "What have we become that we are willing? We're willing to sacrifice this man who has not done anything, anything to
0: wrong yeah. to or to and,
1: us?" And
0: it is implied, not even implied. I mean, I think it's fair. He's a vet. Yeah, he's a vet. He's a war vet. He's like war he has vet. his tags on. Uh-huh. Um uh-huh. He's still wearing like a a,
1: a flak jacket. Yeah. yeah. And the
0: idea is like that this is a guy who came back from from fighting, right? And has been sh- given nothing, and right. and is now I we assume kind of like probably living on. The streets are in a yeah
1: right um, and, and fodder for these rich kids these rich kids who, who wouldn't who would never, never. fucking go right. to a war or who would never join the military because they don't fucking have, have to, to because their daddy pays for everything. But the, like who might maybe they
0: have bone spurs. Um, <laughs> and that hey and look guys, I am saying this. I never in a million years. I I I'm not gonna pretend. Like I mean, I have. I am that kid. I'm not going to fucking sure. serve. But, like, yes, he. this is a guy who fought and and pr- who... So these people could have all this fucking shit. Right. And then, yeah, this fucking rich asshole. These rich asshole kids who kind of are, in some ways, look like the Manson family. especially well, that the way was, the, they
1: were inspired by, yeah. Yes, he was inspired by the Manson family.
0: and um, Especially the, the women, that the seemed women. very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so then the moral sort of question of the of the film is are we going like you said that the parents are like we're going to do it but then the wife is like yeah what have we become and like sees what this has done to, to her her, her kids the girl, I mean, there's a whole other like subplot where the girl's boyfriend has like and there's another tried subplot to kill Ethan Hawk. With like and
1: the neighbors.
0: The neighbors. Who
1: feel it's really.
0: Who, they, because they because feel Ethan they've Hawk, profited yeah, off of that. Ethan
1: Hawk has profited. Ethan Hawk's family has profited from selling security systems. To these families, they're, and they feel resentful and then for they're, it,
0: and they're throwing they're throwing their wealth in, in their faces. In their
1: faces. So this movie actually does work on many many levels and makes a lot of. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna like it, me to be neither,
0: with you. and I was so, so like I miss not I miss I just like I know it's like a whole. Phenomen- the Purge. And now it's going to be a television show, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there are three or four movies now. Right.
1: The last one was The Purge Election. Yeah,
0: um, And so, yeah. And they're making it into a TV show. And, like, I know people were way into it. I just was like, meh, The Purge. I was super entertained. I really
1: liked it. I really... Aspen did, well, I, Yeah, too. I was really surprised by it. I have a problem with home invasion movies. And I, I, sometimes, to me, there are certain home invasion movies, to me, that that are borderline torture porn. Yeah. And I like, I've never been into that. No, me neither. Kind kind of thing. This doesn't, and it doesn't feel that that way. It doesn't go that way. And although there, there, there's blood, it is very bloody. It is not super, super, super gory. Right. It's it's more of like a building tension, thriller, thriller slash horror aspect.
0: And Aspen and I, my wife, if those you're just joining us for episode 10 and haven't heard me talk about haven't heard us talk about it every week we sort of like when we started watching she was like hey if this gets her word not mine fucking rapey we're turning it off right which is why she uh, a lot of times really doesn't like home invasion type stuff is the, it's because uh, right. inevitably a lot of times it ends with sort of horrific things happening to, 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 women, to women and specifically young women it is important clearly that these men have thought about it right. in this movie they see a photo of the daughter right but it ne- it does not it, it does n- not go there. Yeah. it never happens um, it
1: never happens it it really does it makes a lot it's a commentary on on the state of our country and different the different levels of desperation and the different situations that different socioeconomic classes find
0: themselves, themselves in. in yeah and i was really
1: and the, like, kind of putting the onus on people who do have agency, who do have power to affect to change, to say, are you going to sit idly by and, and you know watch that- this happen yeah. to people who have less than you do? Or are you going to fucking do, do something about it?
0: Um, and it is, it's interesting to me that it was made in 2013. Clearly, like, the election year is the, is it the third one? Whatever, because um, uh-huh. it's yeah, it's like purge, purge, anarchy, purge, election year, whatever. The third one was obviously was was made
1: because w- right, yes, at, yeah.
0: W- while I mean, it is about them trying to kill a presidential candidate, right? But uh, this was made in 2013, and there are some things that are are um,
1: yeah, like oddly well, like, predictive. What we were talking talking about a little bit earlier, which is like, yeah, I mean, people are not going out in the street and and killing people with machetes yet, yet, but. People are out on the street, boldly being really the ugliest versions of themselves. Yeah, and
0: sometimes violent. And I mean, sometimes let's, violent. You know, like, um, and and it does. Yeah, the way that it deals with the socioeconomic divide, the way that it shine. Yeah, the way that it. I Ethan Hawke. Which also I think was a I have mixed feelings about Ethan Hawke. Sometimes I love him, sometimes I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. It seems like a guy that would be fun to hang out with. I don't fucking know, whatever. Um, <laughs> he but he has played a a a protagonist and a and that kind of guy many times. right. he He is in many ways a a villain in this.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it,
0: and I thought that was a, a really good like he was a good choice for that because it's like, oh, it's fucking Ethan Hawk. Yeah. I've grown up with this dude. And, and he's then a you're, dad now. And he's a dad now. And he looks good. He's right. a few years older than I am. He's looking good. And then you're like, oh, fuck, man. Ethan Hawke's a dick. Right, <laughs> and, right, right, right. And it kind of becomes about him and his wife, how they accept it, do they accept it, what needs to be done. And um, yeah, I mean, he be, he starts off as sort of the prototypical, like you said, the 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 german that stood by and was like yeah, go get him i mean i don't want i'm not going to join you right. but go get him and
1: also like the the very much american dream like self-made capitalist
0: uh-huh. you know
1: attitude of like i've done well for myself yeah. i've done really well for myself and i'm I, I have provided for my family which nobody resents and nobody mm-hmm. says don't do that and has made their house, the house. bigger and you know but Aspen,
0: Aspen brought up a really she brought up an interesting point she said in in the way she looked at him uh, she said yeah because we were talking about that and that's absolutely right the American Dream she's like but dude he's basically a fucking war profiteer absolutely she's like if you look at the purge as one day of war absolutely this man has made money off fear and death right He's but a war profiteer. So
1: many people have oh, yeah, in this country, yeah, like the, the bajillionaires in our country, yeah. they have made money off of war. Nobody calls them out. They're capitalists. Right. That's right. that's what you do. Right. And it's like, whatever, man. I mean, we can talk about that some other time. Right. That'll be but, episode
0: twenty. Right.
1: But <laughs> but ostensibly. He provides a service. Uh-huh. He, has, he has done good for himself. He yeah. has done well for himself. He, he provides, is a
0: smart man who is skilled at what he does. And yeah. he
1: provides for his family and loves his family uh-huh. clearly. The question then becomes like, does that give you the right to or, or yeah who are you going to be right when, when the shit hits the, the fan, fan who are you going to be are you going to be the person that continues to profit off of this or are you going to be the person that goes no
0: yeah do you have a fucking soul or do you not
1: that's it. i mean that to me is, that's it. is the question that's of the it. Movie. Are you a person that says babies shouldn't be in cages but, but or babies, babies shouldn't,
0: shouldn't be, be in, in cages. cages yeah and that uh that that I think is the most interesting aspect of the film. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I was I, just as a movie way more entertained than I thought I was going to be. Too. I, don't, I uh,
1: give it four tacos. Four tacos. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and and it's it's fun. It's it's man, it's like an it's hour really well twenty five. Yeah, it moves.
1: Minutes. And
0: then, just side note, we had this whole discussion that finally, like, your son got involved, and our friend Drew, because I was watching it, and the credits are rolling, and then there's this like radio report or news report during the final credits of like this happened in la and this happened and then they're like the most deaths were reported in dallas and and i was like wait what what the fuck what the fuck is happening and i had convinced myself this is i guess how crazy i've gone
1: no they can do it that
0: anywhere you were watching it it would say that um yeah or like what at least the major city by where you are like if you if you're watching it in Plano, it would still say Dallas. Or right. Um, but if
1: you were like in Seattle, Washington, it would, it would say, say like Seattle.
0: Seattle. And so like we went through a whole thing and got other people involved. It turns out, no, that's just the way it's written. That's just the way it's written. Um, but it was like this sort of happens in, or like wonderful coincidence that, you know, we're, we, were we are in the- Dallas. So I was like, oh God,
1: right. I have to the look of, in the, the mirror. The other thing, <laughs> thing about that though is that the, 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 the voiceover says like, Oddly, the most murders happen in Dallas where people gathered at the, the Dallas House. Town Square. And then I was like, where is the Dallas That's, Town Square? And Aspen
0: said the same thing, which is why I thought it was
1: right. plug and play. Right. You know,
0: it's this generic copy. Like,
1: is it where that little tiny log cabin is downtown? <laughs> La Reunion? <laughs> La Reunion? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so just super short story because we're almost out of time. Um, um, so... James De, De, De Monaco, yes. Yeah, I think Who that's is it. the writer-director... Uh, of the, the Purge. Of The Purge. The idea for The Purge came about because he was involved in like a road rage incident where some guy in a truck cut him off. It was him and his wife in his car. And he cut him off and they had to stop. Like he almost got killed. Him and his wife almost got Jesus. killed. And the car stopped and and the other guys just kind of like glibness at the whole thing like didn't even apologize didn't even like say you know didn't say like anything acknowledge or, or, or the humanity show of the situation uh, caused him to get in a fist fight with, with the, the guy? guy police had to be called they broke it up and once they got back in their car his wife who he says is usually a really nice soft-spoken woman like they were on their way home and he was like super angry his wife goes wouldn't it be cool if you could get just, like, one free murder in your life? And so he was like, I I got it.
0: It's yeah. a great... I mean, it's, a, it is, it's such a clever idea. Yeah. Um, it has elements of, like, you know, the classic, like, the most dangerous game where we're like, mm-hmm. I will hunt man. Right. Um, but I also love... One thing I love that he did, I know we're running out of time, is one thing I love that he did... It's a new America. It's 2022. We're not given a lot of information. We know something happened. And we know it oddly has a religious connotation as well. Right. Which I really liked. Because, like, clearly this purge thing started by the new founding fathers. Clearly religion and politics or government have become one thing again. Right. Which is, you know, we see in The Handmaid's Tale and all that kind of stuff. But that, to me... Is is one of my greatest fears, and and I you see it happening every single fucking day, happening every and day. now we have the re- hashtag religious task force, which I saw. It might have been you. I don't know who posted. It was like, isn't that just the Spanish Inquis? the Spanish yeah, Inquisition? It's just the and
1: Spanish it, Inquisition. And it's like
0: that that. So even in twenty thirteen you know, years before this is when Obama was just yeah, like, like yeah. beginning of the second term years before the like Republican resurgence or whatever. Um, that has always been this element of what happens when the good Christian folks of America really get what they want. Yeah. And, and, um, and, you know, I, to my many, many Christian friends, you know what I mean when I say that those yeah. those who, who those claim, who, claim who claim
1: to be Christian,
0: Christian, and who use that religion to justify their um, their hatred of, hatred of anyone and who's oppression not them, of yeah, anybody who's not and, them, and I feel like that's where we start, and that's why the polite stranger, who the Jared Kushner, Richard Spencer, Patrick Bateman uh, character, is so clearly like has like religious. Right. Shit that he says, he is so obviously like the rich white like, upstanding with his like tie, tie and, from whatever and, school and how dare to. my I my, my friend I, I can't believe he spoke to you like that. I'll shoot him in the fucking head Right. because no one should speak like that. To us. To us. Like right. um that that that's the other sort of side of the of the horror to me is this um you know we have on one end trump we have Stilson in power um uh, yeah <laughs> and then and, and the other side we have this sort of we need to get back to the christian values this country was founded on it's like well i mean we were
1: actually not we were
0: actually not and, and ben franklin couldn't have fucking given a shit about your god and didn't really believe any of that right. uh, but that's an argument for another time
1: and also shout out to whoever punched uh because <laughs> i would also punch uh, a nazi i think it's okay to punch Nazis. i yeah for the yeah. record that's how to deal with nazis if you
0: could have punched hitler okay, yeah. <laughs>
1: punch hitler and eva brown and all those fucking bitches yeah. um I anyway i
0: am <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> lost it this
1: has been super fun um
0: i feel like it was a little cathartic
1: it's a it was a lot of cathartic um shout out shout outs
0: to uh, our usual shout outs to Jim John make noise for the great uh, our all our music to once again Jordan Fraker if you have not seen the new photo the recent photo that he did of us as the Shining Twins mm-hmm. please check it out um, it's on the, the website right um, hey keep spreading the word uh, we're gonna slowly but surely we're going to upgrade some things yeah Um, it'll take a little time but so I would like to say thank you to listener and friend Boone Jarski for um, making some really awesome suggestions that we're going to try to put in place thank
1: you Boone I don't know you but thank
0: you he loves you as an actor he's Uh, singing it's going to take some time but we will get there and please follow us on Twitter Facebook Instagram tell the people vote in November please Please, God vote in November please
1: God vote in November um, yeah, we don't get any money from taco places. We just really, really love tacos. So we're still doing this out of the goodness, goodness of, of our, our hearts. hearts. Uh, and I don't know what movie we're going to talk no, about next time. we got to
0: decompress. we got
1: to decompress from this episode, but thank you all so much. And we will talk with you next time. Bye. Bye.